Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. I'm Promise. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for giving us the opportunity and the ability to worship you, Lord, and just showing us what's right and what's wrong, Lord, and how to be one with you, Lord, and just un- disclosing the things, Lord, of you. So that, Lord, that we can understand it fully, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us. I'm excited to get back into the Word here in the book of Ephesians that we're currently studying. Amen. And this morning, we are beginning chapter 3. So can I get a volunteer to read the first 13 verses, please? I will. All right, Layla. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already, by which, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets." that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Amen. Amen. So, at this time, we're going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And to ask any questions that you might have. So, who would like to begin? I'll start us off. All right, honey, honey. Okay, so I'm, I'm still going to pick up a trail that I, I spoke about in the last two um, previous podcasts about how, and it's really the Lord, his desire for us to begin to transition in our mindset. Um, we came from a carnal mindset when we were children of disobedience, and then we, we learned a religious mindset in understanding the Mosaic law, and that the people of the time that he's talking to as well understood a spiritual mindset 
I mean, a, a, a religious mindset, but now it's time to transition to a spiritual mindset of understanding. The scripture says that the, the Lord is seated at the right hand of the Father, and also that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So when we take our seat with him, and then we observe the word and the earth and the things around us, what's happening in our lives, it's easier to see things from Christ's perspective. And, you know, again, I want to reiterate, which is what Paul is talking about here. They're used to thinking in terms of Jew or not Jew, right? Jew or Gentile. And that sometimes can be limiting to the the readers, especially as those who are in Christ reading it today. And he's saying, you know, he's, it's almost like he's grabbing their shoulders and going, come out of this mindset. That's not what we're talking about anymore, because it's not only Jews that go to heaven, right? Yes. And yes. there is no Jewish heaven. There is no Gentile heaven. There's no other segregation. The only distinguishing factor is, do you believe in Christ Jesus? Have you come through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, or have you rejected him, right? Those yes, who are gods will choose Christ, right? The, the Lord Jesus spoke a whole his whole ministry about that. If you were of my father, you would love me, right? Yes. And you will remain. You would remain. You would love the Lord Jesus Christ. You would receive him, accept him. You would believe him. You would follow him and, and the like. But if you're of your father, the devil, you will reject him. You will not believe him. You will persecute, right? Yes. He, he made a distinguishing factor and it was in the Lord's mind, and also as he talked to them, he said, I have other sheep that are not of this fold, and I must bring them in. So it, it tells us that he's clearly looking on a higher plane than what we with our natural minds can grasp the concept, right? So the carnal mind and transitioning to the religious mind, and I, I call it religious because following of the law of Moses was done out of tradition in many regards, not necessarily a heart because I love you, Lord, I'm doing this. I love you, God. This is why I'm following this. It's because this is what you were trained to do. This is how you were brought up. This is how you think about things. And it's not just the law of Moses. You even see a religious mindset in Christians. I go to church every Sunday because you told me to. I I, I pay my tithes because I don't want to be cursed. And it, it's become a rote reproduction of what the Lord has said. And the Lord, as he's ministering to the believers here through the Apostle Paul is saying, come up to the next level, which is the spiritual arena, to see what it is that God is actually doing. He's not segregating people by their ethnicity or their nationality or their gender. He's saying, do you love me or do you not? If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. This is how you'll know that you can line yourself up and, and track where you are, what your progress is, and how you truly feel about this and think about this, what your, your motives are. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And if you keep my commandments and you love me, I will make my abode with you. The Father and I will be one with you. We will make our abode in you. And we're going to see you into the kingdom by the help of the Holy Spirit. Right? Yes, yes. mommy. But we know when we look over at Revelation, when everything is wrapped up, it's only based on, did you believe in Jesus Christ? Did you come through the door? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life or not. Those who have come through the door will come into that heavenly community. He's going to wipe every tear from their eye. Everything that causes a sin or um, a lie and all of that is going to be thrown away into the lake of fire with, a, with Satan, the false prophet, 
right? And yes. the Antichrist and the beast, all that's going in the lake of fire. And everyone whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life is going into the lake of fire. Not Gentiles are going into the lake of fire and Jews are going to heaven. We're not trying to get into Israel, the, the people group. We're trying to get into the new Jerusalem. Amen. Right? Which is also yes. why the Lord says, not all are Israel that are of Israel. Exactly. So our focus is, has sometimes been misguided because we're looking at things from a religious mindset, not a spiritual mindset. And having the same mind that's in Jesus Christ, that only includes humility, but proper um, understanding of what he is trying to accomplish, what he's working to do and accomplish. And if you look over at First Peter chapter 3 and chapter 4, you're going to find some interesting things about preaching the gospel. Uh-huh. Um, even if you look in Hebrews, it's going to tell you that the gospel was preached beforehand to Abraham. Amen. It was preached beforehand, and the gospel is about Jesus Christ. Okay, let's make make that clear. It was preached to the children of Israel in the wilderness, but they didn't believe it. Abraham did believe it. In the wilderness, they did not believe it. And it was also according to um, 1 Peter 3, verses 18 through 20, preached to those, the spirits in prison, right? Which is, as Ashul is talking about, a time frame. Mm-hmm. These where they were in their life, it wasn't just the present day um, people that uh, Peter, in this regard, was looking at. The gospel was preached to spirits, and this is a time thing because God is reaping His believers out of the earth. Um, and in first uh, chapter four of First Peter, verse six, it says, "For this reason, the gospel was preached also to those who are dead." that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God and the spirit. So even touching back to what he said in Ephesians chapter two, verse 17, and he came and he preached the, and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. That's a, a timeline, mm-hmm. not just who I can see today, but when we are looking in that religious mindset and we're looking as a, a mere man, a human being, we miss the dynamic and the workings and the manifold wisdom of God, uh, Johnny. Amen. And and I love how you, you brought up all the different peoples and groups that had the gospel preached to them. Mm-hmm. But, well, not but, because that would negate it. And, mm-hmm. right, we did a study on the Lord's house. Every article of furniture that was in the Lord's house, first as the the tabernacle, if you will, or the tent of meeting, but then even through the temples was there pointing to Christ, representing Christ, if you will, in some way. And we, we really studied that out in our study of the Lord's house. But um, it was there as a reminder, again, still pointing to Jesus, mm-hmm. who he is and was and is, mm-hmm. even then. So let's, let's understand that in full, right? Because... And I'm sure there are some going, well, no, that they, it couldn't have been pointing to Christ the whole... No, it absolutely has been. The entirety of Scripture points to Christ. Amen. Amen. He is the door. And it's only the, the humanistic mind that is not yet, um, even of an unbeliever who has not taken their place with Christ, being seated in heavenly places with him, to begin to remove the limitations of what the natural mind thinks. 
and put on the mind of Christ, right? Um, Paul talks about the mystery. This is a mystery that's been revealed. A mystery, yes, it's a, it's 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 secret. <laughs> it has been a secret, but now it's it's here and it's written for us to know and understand. He's not telling us how to be a better carnal Christian. He's telling us how to think and act and understand who our Lord and Savior is and the breadth and the length and the depth and the height of all that he's done for us. It's not just giving us natural lands and territories because these will not endure to the end, right? Yes, Mom. Yes. But he's telling us this is what the higher thing is. This is what our focus should be on. This is what our goal is. And this is the um, perspective of heaven. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is what they're doing. So let's let's get on track with that. So now I can be free to walk alongside you. I can have dinner with you now when previously under a religious mindset, I could not. Right. That's how Christ could come in and go, yes, I'm going to talk to the the sinners. I'm going to talk to the the ones who aren't well and redeem them because I'm looking at something different than what you are. Yes, right. Mommy? Yes. And he sent um, the the next generation of those who would carry the gospel, the foundation, who is Jesus Christ. He also shared with them the truth so that they could understand it and walk in it in fullness. By saying, nope, these people have the same rights that you have. So it's not about your natural identity. It's got to be something bigger than that. Yes, mommy. Amen. And while we can still love all of our brothers and sisters in Christ and respect the honor and the role that Christ has bestowed upon them, we still understand here's the door. Here's the, here's the process that God is using. And the natural process that he already used is only to aid in his spiritual agenda his spiritual plan and work that he's doing yes mommy all right do you have something you want to say promise yes mommy okay go ahead darling i would like to bring our attention to verse 8 where it says to me who am less than the least of all the saints this grace was given that i should preach among the gentiles the unsearchable riches of christ and i'll read verse 9 and to make all see was the fellowship of the mystery which is from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Christ, Jesus Christ. And we can see here that the, that our focus shouldn't be on doing the right things. And my you said being a carnal Christian, just being religious, because if you read inside of James, the end of James one, it talks about what real religion is, hmm. but I'll read. I won't read that for now, but we should be understanding that our per that we should be growing inside of Christ. Inside of the previous broadcast, sorry, prod- podcast, we brought up about the building of the Lord, mm-hmm. and the Lord reminded me of a little leaven loves the whole lump. And now mm-hmm. with the brick, if there's even a small amount of imperfection in it, the whole brick will crumble eventually. Mm-hmm. And how the same applies to us. We shouldn't be stagnant waiting inside one place. We should be looking for more inside of the Lord because the Lord is infinite and his mysteries are always there and there's always something for us to learn. But if we get to a place where we think that the Lord doesn't have any more value to us, then we'll be led straight by that. And that's where it comes to mind where we talked about that we should have our, the love should be, our love should be for the Lord. 
and not just for his things. Mm-hmm. It talks about how the children of Israel just knew his ways, sorry, just knew his works, but not his ways. Mm-hmm. And how that is thing applies here that we should be continually maturing inside of the Lord. And the Lord reminded me of it shouldn't be baby steps. He reminded me of the graph of an exponential function and continues the more there is, the more it grows. Mm. and how the same should be for us we shouldn't be just taking baby steps towards the lord because that's not going to endure either amen you got to cover some ground um if you delay in doing what should be done and you um take the effort that should be used to pursue christ with all your might and you divert that energy to another direction you will find that you're not only delayed in your maturation but you might be disappointed to hear, depart from me, I never knew you. Because the Lord, when he calls, he says, don't harden your heart. And yes, he mommy. is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I know everybody got quiet on that. Like, oh man, that's harsh. No, it's not. Because Christ is the one who sets the standard. And if he, say, he says, if you're not willing to forsake all to follow him, you're not worthy of being his disciple. He meant that. And it's not him being unloving and it's not for him to accept the minimal amount of works that we decide we want to bestow upon him and grace him with. But he has a right as our creator and not just our creator, but our redeemer who laid down his very life for us to say, give me your all because I've given you my all. That's just, that's right. That's a proper reciprocation of the love he's already bestowed. He's not saying you owe me per se, because you could never pay that debt. But he's saying, if you love me, then love me the way I asked you to love me. Not with the love you feel like giving at the moment. I think that's right. Yes. yes mommy. And whether I thought it was or not, that's what the standard is. That's what the Lord said. So Amen. it is right. Amen. As you have been speaking, mommy, and you, dad, you have been talking about how the Lord is no longer separating us and he never was separating us by Gentiles or by Jews. And we see that here was that a key word that Paul keeps repeating was that this mystery for ages, mm-hmm. not the mystery that suddenly developed, uh-huh. but the mystery that was there the whole time that is only now being revealed. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was showing me that it's also because of our hearts. The Lord's not trying to hide anything. He has nothing to hide. But when we're able to understand it, then he's able to reveal it. He gave, when are we able to understand it? When we take away the blockers and open our hearts to receive and understand. Okay, so when there's a willingness. Mm-hmm. Yes. That That is a key thing, right? Didn't, we'll give you the example in Daniel, right? Didn't, isn't that what the messenger, the angel that came, said? You received it as soon as you were willing. As soon right? as you set your heart. As soon as you mm-hmm. set your heart, as soon as you were willing. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with uh, Moses. With a burning bush. As soon as he turned to look, he was willing to look mm-hmm. and understand what was happening. That's when he heard the voice. So yes. the same same with us. Or, you, or we can pass by all the things of the Lord if we're unwilling and never have revelation, never have insight, never fully receive or understand the instruction he has for us. Yes, Dan. Sir. And how only when we're able to receive and opening our hearts and willing to understand what the Lord has for us, were we able to see everything. And that's something that's very important. The Lord was never trying to keep Gentiles out of heaven. Uh, We see that in the example of Balaam. 
he was nowhere close to the Israelites. He was in Moab, but he still understood the character and nature of God up until a point. While he didn't remain, he still had a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord came and spoke to him. He didn't say, I can't speak to you because you're not an Israelite. He, want the rela- he wants a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Some of the children of Israel, actually most of them didn't even have the relationship that Balaam had. Only mm-hmm. Moses had one that was better than or similar to Balaam. Because the Lord came and spoke to Balaam, but the children of Israel, he didn't speak to at all. Oh, he they, tried to, but they didn't want to hear his voice. That's yes. what he desired mm-hmm. then and still desires today with everyone. A personal, deep, and intimate relationship with you. Yes, then For you. Not because you're like someone else, but you for you. You're his creation. So, continue, sir. And how he, the Lord was just looking for a relationship with the people themselves. He wasn't looking at their nationality, but when we, the people were willing to come to the Lord and have the conversation and willing to understand and learn his ways and let go of their previous mindsets, then they were able to understand. Mm-hmm. And Paul's just saying that now that the Holy Spirit has come, your mind should be opened. Now that Christ has come, your mind should be open to greater things than previous. You should no longer, that's something that he talks about during the beginning uh chapters you should no longer be carried away by what you've already been carried away by this is a time for change mm-hmm. and now this is something you have to understand to see that change in your life amen that's the thing and by thing we're talking about the holy spirit here the holy spirit who was not freely given in the old testament was still there was still moving still came upon people to accomplish what the lord had given on their destiny track for their life to benefit all people, was not freely given then, but now is freely given. Yes. And what are the what's the job and role of the Holy Spirit? To guide us into all truth and show us things to come. Okay. I mean, that's one of mm-hmm. many roles, right? But that is a key one, to lead us and guide us into all truth. And as you said, reveal things to come. So let him lead you and guide you. Mm-hmm. Enter in a relationship with the Lord. So Holy Spirit can lead you and guide you. That's the Lord's desire. It has been from the beginning. Will you, or I'll say it in this way, are you willing to allow that to happen? It's just a quick prayer. To enter in a relationship. Mm-hmm. For Christ to be in his rightful place. As God. And you as his servant. as But the servanthood and the structure is we have a heavenly father and you are his son or daughter. Yes. Sons and daughters of the most high God and joint heirs with Christ. Which is a, a wonderful blessing and opportunity. So are you willing to enter into that relationship today? But we are going to pause there for today. Mm-hmm. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, or right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you for the consistency, Lord, that you have had, Lord. And we just thank you that we can understand more, Lord, and that we can understand deeper things inside of you, Lord, and that you have deeper things to show us, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for the relationship that you desire with us, Lord, the intimate relationship, Lord, to know you, Lord, not just your works, but the way you think, Lord, and the way that you want us to go, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you, Lord, that you are there the whole time, Lord, and that you're the one who drew us to yourself, Lord. 
In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.